All right, got me some Dr. Pepper, and I'm ready to go. All right, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I don't usually drink pop, but I just got some, and I was like, it sounds really good right now for some reason, but it's been a hell of a week, and I want to kind of catch up on what's happening. I, you, you guys know what's happening with Hunter Biden's story. I don't want to get too much in-depth with that, but I want to cover that and just give you my opinion in case you're wondering. I want to cover a bunch of stuff that happened uh, last week and then also a huge story regarding Rudy Giuliani this week. There's a a, a, a fake um, photo going around of, of him, and so I want to get, on, get into that later on in the show. But this episode is brought to you by TheRedneckPatriot.com. You can head over there. And you can get hoodies, you can get shirts, support the podcast. Uh, just go over there and check it out. And if you like something, uh, buy it and uh, buy it up. Also, if you live in another country and you're listening from Canada or Australia uh, or another country, you can use different currencies now. So uh, I feel like an idiot because uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that you had to do that to accept other people's you know, different currencies, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, you can set it up to where, uh, you go up to the top and you can change it to, um, whatever currency you want, but also, uh, my new single is coming out this upcoming Monday, and I decided to release it on a Monday, because there's a whole bunch of music coming out on, like, Fridays, and so hopefully it'd be easier for everybody to check out on a Monday, and hopefully... It lands on everybody's New Music Friday playlist whenever it hits on Friday. So I did it that way. So the album releases in December. I don't have a date yet. I actually just finished the last song today. But it's going to be it's gonna be like a throwback album. You have some old country sounding stuff on there. Got some just old 70s, like Americana, like 70s rock type of feel to it. There's also a tribute to Eddie Van Halen on there. Also a tribute uh, to kind of like the 70s in general. There's like a 70s disco song on there. I'm not, I'm not too crazy about disco music. Not, not really the biggest fan. But this song that I recorded, it's pretty cool. And then there's like a 90s song at the end. So it's gonna be good. It's, it's gonna be good. It's, I think it's gonna surprise a lot of people. Um, it's, it's my best project yet. So can't wait so i'm gonna have to stretch it out so basically there's gonna be a single coming out at the end of october and then i'm gonna release another single at the end of november kind of like thanksgiving area time frame and then uh the album releases in december so um i don't want to release it like on christmas day because that's that would be just terrible uh but maybe like i think like maybe the 11th or i don't know i'll just see I'll just see. But anyway, I don't know if you saw these, uh, like I just happened to see this on Twitter, but apparently like in New York City and in Seattle, like all across the country in bigger cities, if you want to eat out now, they have these outdoor bubble like dining things. And it's, it's like a It's like a tent. It's basically like a clear tent over the table. And I even seen like, um, I don't know where this was, but I seen like, like an ad on Facebook or something. And this restaurant was building outdoor pods to where you can go in. And it had like a fire pit in there because like winter's coming up. So it had like a fire pit in there and you can go outside. And I was like, what good does that do? You know what I'm saying? Like you're still like in a, cr- like, like, it didn't look like it was, like, six feet apart. It was, like, a little cramped little pod thing. I don't know. But uh, I posted a video of, like, this concert uh, in, in Oklahoma City a couple weeks ago. Uh, the Foo Fighters, which they're from Oklahoma City. They're pretty... They're, like, an international-known band. They're, they're pretty big. But they did a concert with bubbles on. Like, okay, so, like, the clip I posted was, like, one of the... Like, the first clip I posted was from Oklahoma City. And then the second clip was from earlier this year, whenever they was on some late-night show. 
but I find that very weird. Like, it is, it's very weird to me. Like, I understand wearing a mask or, you know, social distancing. But even if you're wearing a mask and singing, it doesn't really work out. Like, I understand wearing a mask and playing the guitar. Like, that ma- that makes sense. But a bubble is, like, very extreme. Like, this, this year is, gone, is going crazy. Is absolutely really crazy. Um, speaking of that, I don't know if you heard this this new California guideline. So basically out in California, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming up. And I was going to play the video, but you can go to Liz Wheeler's YouTube channel and watch it. And this is this is a real thing. Like I thought she was just like making it up. I thought she was like maybe stretching the truth a little bit. But you can go to the California um, Department of Health and read this is an actual thing. So basically, you know, Christmas and like the holidays are coming up and the governor, the lovely governor of California, whatever his name is, Satan? No, I'm sorry. Gavin Newsom. <laughs> Gavin, Gavin Newsom wants you to... Uh, well, first of all, like a couple weeks ago, they came out and said, uh, you have to wear a mask in the restaurant in between bites. And I thought, this guy's lost his mind. But this is... This is really ridiculous. So you can't have more than three households... And whenever you get to the house, you have to check in with the host and you have to give your name and all of your information and the host has to turn it over to the government for contact tracing. You have to have the event outdoors and, you know, I understand it's hot in California. It's pretty warm in California, but I would assume it gets cold. Like, does it ever, I mean, does it get cold in California? I mean, you'd think it would. But anyway, uh, they want you to have it outside. They want you to be six feet apart when you're outside. They want you to wear a mask. Uh, they don't want you. To, they don't want you to sing. But if you have to sing, you need to whisper whenever you sing, basically. Um, and you can go in uh, to the bathroom if you need to use the bathroom. Uh, as long as it's sanitized uh, sanitize every hour or something like that. Um, but, I, I, I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. And if you live in California, like, I think I have, a, I have some people that listen to this podcast from, from out west. But if you live out there, God bless you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, you know, I understand some people can't afford to move. But if you can, like, I'd be thinking... I'd be getting the hell out of Dodge because I, you know, I can't imagine living in a place that dictates when you can sing and you have to turn the information over to the government who overcomes like, and you can't have more than three households. Like what's up? Like, how is this scientific? Like how, like, how is this scientific? It is, it is just, I don't know. These people are on some kind of drugs. But the election is coming up, and so I thought maybe they would kind of loosen up since the election is coming up, but they're just going all for force. Like, Dr. Fauci came out and said, you might want to cancel Thanksgiving. And, you know, I understand Halloween. I get Halloween because you're going to, you know, other other people's houses. You don't really know. I get that, but Thanksgiving... This guy's lost his mind. I mean, what did what did uh, what did Trump call him like an idiot the other day? And then yeah, so, and I I think they need to get a new face because you know Dr. Fauci's flip flopped so many times on everything. It's just crazy. Uh, we need a new face for the for COVID. I mean, I mean this guy is a politician. I mean, I went on YouTube uh, a few days ago, and I saw that he was, like, on some kind of... Uh, he, he was on... Um, what's his name? Trevor Noah. Like, he was on, like, a Trevor Noah doing an interview. He was doing all these interviews. I'm like, doesn't... Like, how does he have time to do that? 
You know what I'm saying? If it was a real pandemic, you know, so, and I understand there's still people out there that are that are getting sick and and dying, and that's a tragedy. But uh, it, it just, you know, I think the the curve is flattened, you know, to a point where uh, I think we should open up. I think we should up, and it's going to be interesting after the election. What what's going to happen with all these lockdowns? Are they just going to you know turn a knob and go? Oh, it's oh, it's fine. We can open up again. Like a lot of these schools, I heard a lot of these schools are are letting these kids like they're going to say, oh, you can go back after the election. Like, what does the election have to do with like like you can go in an, in two weeks? Why why can't you go now? You know, it's, it's just dumb. It's just really dumb. And there was a story I read the other day, and the media, the media thinks we're stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, the media thinks we are idiots, because this, and it may have happened how they said it would happen, but... Basically, this 17-year-old girl from, like, South Dakota or North Dakota or something, it said she died from COVID. And I just find that hard to believe, though. Because if you look at the picture, she's a little bit overweight, you know what I'm saying? And it just, it, I don't think she died from COVID, you know? It just, and not to, you know, make fun of her, I mean, I am a little bit overweight, too, but it's just like, the media doesn't just puts this stuff out there without even thinking about it, and it's just getting really annoying. It's just like they think that we are just idiots when they're just put this art. Like obviously, obviously, she, like she may have tested positive for COVID, but I don't think that's the cause of death. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't really make sense for me. Maybe, maybe it was a rare case that she died from COVID, but I thought if you were under 20. It was basically impossible to die from COVID. But, you know, I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to me. So the the town hall was last week, and I I watched it like everybody else, and it was totally polar opposite. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm not gonna, you know, get into much into that because it's kind of old news, but I was watching the SNL SNL last uh, this past weekend. And Jim Carrey does an amazing job as Joe Biden. I find that kind of weird because he is going to vote for Joe Biden. And he's making fun of Joe Biden. But anyway, uh, a lot of people on Twitter and social media was wanting to cancel SNL and Jim Carrey. Because like a lot of these Biden supporters, God bless them, but they don't... Some of them can't see what's actually going on with Joe Biden, including this Hunter Biden story. They're like, oh, it's fake news, you know. But uh, they can't, they see Joe, and they don't actually see Joe. Like, they see what, like, the media is so biased that they, they put out this version of Joe Biden that is not how he is today. You know what I'm saying? And so, these Biden supporters on social media, they were upset at Jim Carrey for 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 playing him how he really is. And some parts were exaggerated, but for the most part, he was he was making Joe Biden look really bad, like really bad. And uh, so it was funny. It was really funny. And and of course, they had that nodding girl in the background and they kind of overplayed that on SNL, but for the most part it was fine. Um, uh, so yeah, they asked, um, they asked Trump about QAnon and you know, all that kind of stuff. And they need to get off of this, this idea. Like I, I pretty much know what the debate tomorrow is going to be like with Trump. They're going to ask him about white, white supremacy they're going to ask him about QAnon. They're going to ask him about COVID. They need to get off this thing. They need to get off this 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 boat that they're on. Because uh, if if these idiots that are working for the mainstream media can't do a simple Google search, there's a five-minute compilation video on YouTube 
of it, it like it's all it is is just Trump uh, denouncing white supremacy. I mean he's he's had to do it like seven hundred times by now over the years. They need to get off that. They need to get off that boat. Also, they need to get off the fact that Trump is responsible for these COVID deaths. I'm sick and tired of hearing about that. It's it's not it's not um, it is not 100% Trump's fault. All of these governors, they haven't said one thing about Governor Cuomo with the nursing home thing. They haven't said one thing about Governor Whitmire, Governor Newsom. All these dumbass, power-tripped governors who are out of their mind, Gestapo-level, you know, uh, you know, things, they haven't said anything about that, but they're going to blame Trump all day, and I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm really tired of, of that question. Uh, it, it's just really, uh, they need to pick something else to ask him about. But that's what it's going to be tomorrow night. That's, that's what it's going to be like. I feel like they're going to ask him about white supremacy. They're going to ask him about QAnon. They're going to ask him about COVID. And they need to get something else to talk about because it's really ridiculous. And then they're going to ask Joe Biden like softball questions. And he still doesn't answer it right. Like, I, like, I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw this <laughs> this past weekend. He was in Michigan and he had this big ass, uh, like drive-in movie theater style teleprompter. It seems like every event he does, they keep on getting bigger. Like, you know, for a long time, I think like a couple months ago, it was like a little TV screen and then it worked up to like maybe a 50 inch. And then now it's like this huge, like, uh, and I don't know why he needs that level, that size of, of, uh, a teleprompter because, there was like seven people there or something like that. Um, and he's like the problem. And the sad part about it is he still goofs up the numbers. Like he still goofs up what he's trying to say. He, he has this huge teleprompter that, that has given him word for word. And he still messes up what he's trying to say. This guy can't be president. This guy can't be in office. Like I wouldn't trust him to run a hot dog stand, let alone the country. But whatever. But anyway, uh, also over the weekend, uh, Trump w- went to Las Vegas, and a lot of people on Twitter were confused about what he like. He, like uh, he went to this church and he gave an offering, like you do in church, or a tithe. I call it a tithe, but he gave a a tithe. He donated to the church, and a lot of people on Twitter they're like, "Oh, he's buying votes," like people. I'm pretty sure that lady, I'm pretty sure that guy, the pastor, is going to vote for him anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, <laughs> that lady was kind of a little bit overboard, but God bless her. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he went to this church and it was it, like, it went viral on my, on my page. Like a lot of people were sharing it and all that kind of stuff. And I think the problem with the mainstream media is that they, like, they don't show you those moments. They don't show you that and i think that that's why a lot of people were sharing it like um i have another page on instagram by the way it's called conservative trumpster and that that video went extremely viral it has like thirty thousand views um i think i don't know it doesn't matter but uh that just goes to show you that the mainstream media is doing a terrible job at showing who trump really is yeah i mean like i have my problems with trump he says a lot of stupid stuff but at the end of the day, I, I think Trump is, you know, could be a good guy, you know, and, you know, he has more energy than most people I know. I mean, he was in, he was in Las Vegas and he went to California, then he went to Arizona. I don't know if you saw that crowd in, in, uh, in Arizona. I mean, absolutely insanity. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is still on his lid. Like he's like he has to hide for five days to prepare for a ninety-minute uh, debate. Absolutely sad. Absolutely sad. So let's talk about Hunter Biden for a second. Now I'm not going to get into all the details. You probably know. You know you're probably up to date with it, but I just want to talk a little bit about the censorship of it because I've never seen anything like this before, where a a social media site blocks a 
link to a mainstream media outlet. I mean, this newspaper, the New York Post, have has been around since 1801, 1802. It was started by Alexander Hamilton, and then it was taken over in the in the 70s by Rupert Murdoch, the same guy who owns Fox. So I guess you can say it's it's a right leaning newspaper, but not really. They're pretty. They're not really a conservative media outlet. They're they're not really conservative at all. So, but um, they're still blocked on Twitter. Their account is locked unless they delete the Hunter Biden stuff. Um, and I don't know how much I can say on here, uh, on, on YouTube without getting taken down, but apparently, you know, the story, but apparently a, 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 a Delaware, uh, computer shop owner was given this laptop to fix actually like two, three laptops and four months went by. He didn't get a response from the owner. So he decided to look into it and he found some really graphic, like some really bad stuff. I mean, you had inappropriate um, pictures of Hunter Biden. There was like a video of him doing drugs and doing some inappropriate stuff. I'll just put it that way. And so he contacted Rudy Giuliani and Rudy Rudy Giuliani uh, turned it over to the FBI back in December. And my question is, if the FBI had it for almost a year, why didn't they come out and say it whenever they got it, like earlier this year? That's that's my question. Why didn't they come out and say it? Because, I don't know if you remember, but Donald Trump was impeached earlier this year. And that's, you know... It's crazy to think about. Like, there's been a, a crap ton of things happen this year. It's been crazy. But um, if they would have had that information, I don't think Joe Biden would be where he's at today. You know? It, se- it seems very weird to me. And also another thing is why would... Like, if you were making $83,000 a month, right? Why would you bring your laptops to be fixed? Why wouldn't you just buy a new one? You know what I'm saying? So was Hunter told and like there's an there's an invoice that I that I that was uh, acquired by Fox News, I think, but it's on Twitter. It's a it's an invoice from April the 12th of this year or of of, uh, of last year, 2019 um, of whenever he brought it in and, and it said Hunter Biden. And so, and it's, and it's his signature. So it, it was him. It was actually him. And none of the Biden campaign people denied that this ever happened. And there's, I mean, it's been confirmed. This is not a Russian hack. It's not Russian interference. A lot of people want to think that, oh, this is fake news. This is, this didn't happen. And, uh, you know, I find it funny that the same people who believe the whole Russia gate, like the Russian collusion with Trump, for the past two years, there's some people out there that still think that happened, even though it's been debunked several times. They think that that's true, but whenever it's their candidate, Joe Biden, when it's like a Biden supporter looks at this situation, and go, this can't be true. This is a this is this fake news. This is just another right wing conspiracy theory. No, it's not. Like it, there's been people out there that's that's confirmed this, and it's happened. It's happened, and Joe Biden refuses to answer it. I mean, we've, uh, I think the last time he was seen was this past weekend, Sunday. So, yeah, Saturday or Sunday, he was at an ice cream stand somewhere, and he bought everybody milkshakes, and they asked him about the FBI, and then he's walked off. So he won't address the question. He's not going to talk about the question, even though he knows. He knows what it's, what's happening. I mean, I think he knows more than he lets on, or maybe he quote unquote forgot it. Like, I wonder how much he plays into this dementia thing. Like, does he really have dementia or is he, is he playing that card to kind of get out of some stuff? I don't know. I, I, I've been kind of wondering that it just, it, 
It kind of makes you wonder, but I think that, like, I was watching a, a Dennis Michael Lynch video, and he was talking about this. And if you haven't, you know, I checked him out on Facebook, check him out. He has, like, live streams, like, every single day. But uh, he said that he doesn't really buy into this idea that that um, that what they're saying. He thinks that the Democrats set this up to be released now so Joe Biden would get burned and and uh, Kamala Harris would step up. Or if if uh, Joe happens to win, he's going to step down and then Kamala Harris is going to you know, step up. So... I don't know. I just hope Biden doesn't win because that'd be just, just terrible. We don't we don't need that. But uh, and then yesterday, I think yesterday or a couple days ago, Rudy Giuliani turned over the laptop or the hard drive to the Delaware State Police because they found pictures of underage girls. And uh, so, uh, but you know, like here's the thing: the minute that he said that that he's going to turn it over to the Delaware State Police. That pretty much tells me that nothing's going to happen. I don't I don't th- I don't think Hunter's going to be arrested. I don't think Joe's going to be arrested. I just don't think. I mean everybody on the right, like everybody, every American wants to see Hillary behind bars, but it's not going to happen. And that's how they play. That's how they play, but this social media stuff is just ridiculous. You know, this this is absolutely insane. You know, the mainstream media refuses to cover it. And that's kind of their excuse for kind of claiming it's false. It's like, oh, well, it's it's not being reported. Like, it's, I, I it doesn't, you know, they're not talking about it on CNN. So, it, like, it can't be true. Like, well, that's kind of the point of what we're trying to do. Like, uh, and that's kind of the point of what I'm trying to say here. Like, there are certain things that the mainstream media doesn't cover, and it's true. Just because the mainstream media doesn't cover it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean it's not true, you know? But today, Rudy Giuliani, let me pull up this article. There was this there was this movie that the let me pull this up here okay so there was this movie that borad did uh like he filmed it during the pandemic basically but uh sasha baron cohen is is the is the actor but he plays borad and he set up a fake interview with rudy giuliani and that's what it says according to this article. But he set up this fake fake interview. And after they started like asking weird questions, he like called the cops or something on him. And there's this photo going around on on Twitter that that it that it appears to be him with a young girl and he him reaching down into his pants. It's kind of like that um like that Bill Clinton photo, that famous Bill Clinton photo, like it's like it's him with a like a him in a hotel room, and immediately after he 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 realized that it was like a joke, he called the cops. So anyway, you can go uh, go check it out. But basically, this photo has been going around trying to slander. Rudy Giuliani trying to ruin his reputation in the middle of this. I mean, first they came out and said Rudy Giuliani is a is a is a uh, alcoholic. He's a drunkard, and then these photos came out. So this movie comes out like in two days on Friday, and so Barrett or the uh, not Barrett Borad uh, that Sasha Baron Cohen guy released these photos, kind of as a smear campaign against against Rudy Giuliani and uh, a lot of people on Twitter were believing it's true and what I think is ridiculous is that they allow that like it's it's still trending on Twitter 
It's still trading on Twitter, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's still it's still on the front page of Twitter. So they allow that fake image going around on Twitter and a lot of people see that and they think, "Oh, well, he's having sex with underage girls," you know. And that's the thing about the Hunter Biden story is that I don't know how many times they let fake news spread on Twitter. You know, you had Trump's taxes, you had the famous Atlantic story about, you know, uh, Trump calling all the military suckers and losers. And that was on the trending page for like a week. And that story has been debunked several times in being false. And that's another thing that they need to get off. Like Joe Biden and his campaign, they need to get off that story because it's just, it's just ridiculous, man. But the fact that they blocked a story, and I don't know, if it, you know, like I said, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's, if it actually happened, but from what I'm reading is they're not denying it. And some parts of it may not be true. Like I said, like I do find some parts of it weird. I do find like, why are they releasing it now? Why didn't they take care of it early this year? Why did Hunter Biden, knowing that 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 information was on that laptop, why did he take it? It was almost like he was wanting somebody to see it. Like it was almost like he was wanting to be caught. Like I don't, I don't know. Some parts of the story just is just weird. But I do find it very weird that social media, Facebook and Twitter, blocked the story, and. You know, I got really excited whenever this story came out, and the next day, you know, Ted Cruz and everybody, Lindsey Graham, you know, all of a sudden, like, it it looked like they were going to, you know, try to do something about the censorship thing, but then they called off the meeting. So, you know, like Republicans and all these conservatives, they want to bitch about, you know, all this uh, social media censorship but they don't want to do anything about it. And it's just like, really? Like, it's almost like they have no backbone at all. And, and so that kind of pisses you off when you see somebody that you think is going to do something about it. Like, every time they've been wanting to do something about it, it's been called off. So that kind of pisses you off. And I thought they were going to do something about it this time because it's like I've never seen Twitter block a link before like that. And it was labeled harmful content. Yeah, the only way it's harmful is to the Biden campaign. You know, so it's it's a weird deal, man. But I want to I want to cover this story here. There was a Biden ad uploaded to his YouTube channel. Biden campaign takes down ad after struggling bar owner revealed as wealthy tech investor. So basically, they uploaded this ad on uh, last Friday on his YouTube channel, and they had to t- had to take it down because people people caught wind of what he was what that guy was. So basically, uh, the ad was set on private on the Biden campaign's YouTube channel sometimes between Tuesday evening and Wednesday morning. The blind pig bar owner, Joe Macoon, the star of the ad, also set his Twitter account to private. The ad has been hailed by California Representative Eric Swalwell as the best ad of 2020 on Monday. So basically, this bar owner, he is a angel investor to the Biden campaign and he's really well off. I mean, he owns this bar and I didn't see the ad, but apparently this ad like him in this ad, he was like he was like coming across as he was going like if he lost this bar, like if his bar shut down, then he would have no money to his name. Basically, and he was blaming Trump for the shutdown, which again, it's not Trump's fault. Blame the governor. Like, it's the governor's job to, like, back in April or May or whenever that was, Trump turned over that kind of stuff to the governors. And he said, have at it. So I don't want to hear any of this blame Trump nonsense because it's getting out of hand. So, and 
this like the Biden campaign, they should have known better that people were like they think that people are idiots, you know? Obviously there's gonna be somebody out there that, that knows who this guy is and they're gonna say like that's not right. So if if this bar shut down, he would be fine because he's like according to this article, he's like a multimillionaire. But in the ad, he was just all like, you know, I don't know if he was crying. Like I said, like I, the ad is nowhere to be found. You can't find it on YouTube. You can't find it anywhere. So quite interesting, man. Um, so all these celebrities are coming out and endorsing Trump. And I think that a lot of people are going to start doing that. Uh, you have 50 Cent came out and started um, endorsing Trump. You have Ice Cube, which... He's not really endorsing Trump. He's not really like a Trump supporter, but at least he is able to, you know, work with the Trump campaign and, uh, you know, get something done. At least he's not just another celebrity in Hollywood tweeting about, you know, blaming Trump and all that kind of stuff. At least he's, you know, doing something about it. So hats off to him. I don't know if you follow Kirstie Alley on on uh on uh, social media but i started following her early, like earlier this year like maybe in the at the end of summer and it really blew me away how you know somebody from hollywood like you know that big of a celebrity is supporting trump and she put out a really good tweet the other day that that um that really blew up the internet ba- basically saying that i'm voting for trump because he's not a politician and that really like spoke volumes and it and actually i saw her 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 uh her a clip on uh hannity she was on hannity the other day and i don't know if you saw that but she said something really interesting she said uh all of these all these uh, career politicians that are known as the swamp they should make make it a a uh, rule that they no longer make the money that they make but they make a base salary and then they earn a commission on every every law that they pass or everything that they do that they said they was going to do when they got elected. And I never heard that before, but that sounds like a really cool idea. And it, I think it would cut out all of these like it would stop people like Joe Biden or like Joe Biden, people like him or people like Nancy Pelosi from being in office for like a god awful amount of time. Cuz we don't need another Joe Biden. Like we don't need these people in there and we need people that get into politics for the right reasons like you shouldn't make a career out of politics you shouldn't make a career out of you know any kind of public office you should have your source of income outside of that and then you should come into there and you know want to help the american people not want to help yourself and um so yeah so, uh, Kirstie Alley is a must follow on Twitter. So go follow her. Uh, Travis Trett, Travis Trett is on the Trump train. So, and you don't see a lot of that. There's not a lot of country music singers out there that are willing to endorse Trump. And as I mentioned in the past, you know, past episodes, a lot of these uh, country stars are not going to do that. And, uh, you saw with Tyler Childers, you saw with with uh, Chris Stapleton, they're gonna go with the mainstream. They're gonna go with what everybody else does, and so it's cool to have somebody like Travis. And uh, that's why I don't see him much anymore. You don't see him on, like I don't like I I don't even know the last time I heard him on the radio, to be honest with you. But uh, let's talk about Kanye West for a second. Um, a good friend of mine on. On Instagram, I guess uh, he is a huge Kanye West supporter, and uh, that's cool. I mean, I honestly think that you should vote for Kanye over Joe Biden, absolutely. And I and I really do respect Kanye, but there's this conspiracy going on right now. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan uh, was going to have Kanye on this Friday, and all of a sudden. The the uh, the uh, producer Jamie tested positive for COVID, 
And there's this there's this uh, conspiracy going on that every time Kanye West wants to be on the show, something happens. It's almost like he doesn't want him on the show. And my thinking is, I don't know if this is true, but this is just my thoughts, is that since Spotify took over his show, Spotify doesn't want him on the show, like doesn't want him to have a voice. And it's almost like they're trying to silence Kanye. It's, it's weird, man. But I don't know if you follow Kanye, but a few months ago, a few weeks ago, he called out the music industry. He basically called record labels slave owners. That's what they are. That's what they are. You you get a a uh, a artist in, inside of a contract. They own you. They own your music. And so, I really respected Kanye for coming out and doing that. But um, the people in charge don't like Kanye right now. They don't. It's it's kind of dangerous, but. Uh, I don't know if you saw Alex Jones. He did an interview with the Drunken Bros, and basically he confirmed that Joe Rogan was being censored by Spotify. Spotify, all of their employees were wanting to basically edit the podcast. And I don't know if you notice, but there is like a two-week delay in between episodes now. Like, I think one episode was was filmed in the middle of September, and then it aired like the first couple weeks of, of uh, October. And I noticed that because it was like the Black Rifle Coffee guys. And I was like, that's weird. Like, I understand you have to edit it. You have to maybe, you know, send it off to Spotify. But there's like a good two-week period now that it's in between episodes. And so, since the election is coming up in two weeks, that Kanye episode is not going to be... like. This week is off, and there's like another five to ten days that they can't do a podcast. So I was hoping Kanye would get to be on the podcast to you know hear what he has to say. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm going to vote for him. I'm going to vote for Trump, but I'm still interested. I still find it find it fascinating, and I, and I think that he has a lot of good stuff to say. And I, I think a lot of people don't take him seriously. But I don't know, man. We'll just have to see. Speaking of celebrities, Chris Pratt is under fire this week for allegedly being a Trump supporter. So there's been some speculation online uh, because he didn't attend a Biden fundraiser uh, with the rest of his Avengers cast. So uh, the Avengers had a virtual Biden uh, event um, to raise money for the Biden campaign, and he didn't he didn't attend. And so there is there is some speculation that he is a a conservative, he's a Trump supporter. Uh, now he is a very openly you know Christian, and that's awesome. And coming from Hollywood, that is really refreshing. Um, Chris Pratt seems like a really good guy, from what I've heard, but there's no. There's no indication that he is, in fact, a Trump supporter. But I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's refreshing for somebody to be in Hollywood and not speak about their political views. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, like, I'm fine with that. And if they want to secretly vote for Trump, that's cool. And he seems like he might do that. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like there's a lot more like him in Hollywood, you know, especially with, you know, 50 Cent coming out and all these other people coming out in support of Trump. I wonder how many celebrities are endorsing Biden and then secretly voting for Trump. I wonder, because there has to be more than a couple, you know, after they realize how much taxes they would lose especially if they live in California, the taxes aren't exactly cheap. Under Biden, it'd be like like highway robbery. So I wonder how many celebrities are going to endorse Biden in public and then go and vote for Trump. That'd be awesome. I get that you have to keep up your image and whatever, you know, protect your reputation. And I think, you know, your political view should be a private thing. I mean, it. I don't. I don't think there's an issue with being private about that. 
But I wonder how many people are just going to go and vote for Trump out, out in Hollywood. There has to be a good chunk of people. But uh, I want to see if I can pull up this Sam Elliott. I don't know if you saw this uh, ad. Sam, Sam Elliott released a Biden ad. Let me see if I can pull this up here. There is only one America. No Democratic rivers. No Republican mountains. Just this great land. And all that's possible on it. With a fresh start. Cures we can find. Futures we can shape. Work to reward. Dignity to protect. There is so much we can do if we choose to take on problems and not each other. And choose a president who brings out our best. Joe Biden doesn't need everyone in this country to always agree. Just to agree, we all love this country. And go from there. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. So that ad was released yesterday. And uh, I wasn't really surprised because I watched an interview with Sam Elliott uh, on the set of The Ranch. And he mentioned something about Trump during, like, whatever they first started The Ranch, like back in 2016 or back in 2017. I don't know, whenever The Ranch, like, first started. They did an interview. And you can pull it up online on on, uh, YouTube. It's on uh, CNN. He said something about this Trump era is going to, you know, like, I can't remember what he said. He, he said something about Trump era politics or something, but it's just, uh, that kind of threw me off guard because I, I would have thought, you know, Sam Elliott wouldn't think like that. But now I know that it really doesn't matter. If you're in Hollywood, you are going to be either forced or publicly believe a certain way and so um i don't know joe biden is trying to get the get the uh, cowboys vote i guess but it's not going to work like it's not going to work there's there's plenty of farmers out there that's going to vote for trump so but it's kind of funny how sam elliott is like like a lot of like right-wing people like a lot of conservatives use that image from whatever that movie is, as like a meme. So, I don't know, it's funny. It's it's interesting. So that is it for this episode. But before I go, I wanted to share this tweet that I saw. I thought it was very interesting coming from this person. Uh, this is John Lennon's son. And, you know, John Lennon is, or was, a, uh, you know kind of socialist, uh, communist person, you know, very, I mean, if you listen to the song, imagine it's very socialist, um, you know, talking about no religion, talking about no possessions. I thought this was very interesting coming from John Lennon's son, but this, this tweet was sent out last week and it was referring to the Hunter Biden story. Now he is not a conservative. I, I don't, I don't think he's a a conservative by all means. He might be a libertarian. Don't really know. Don't really know his political views. But I thought this tweet was very interesting. Here's what he said. It is no longer a, an exaggeration to say that the collusion between social media and, me, and media to manipulate our reality for the benefit of their political agendas has reached Stalinist proportions. In fact, Stalin's propaganda machine was weak by comparisons. Imagine if he had the control of, of a social media technology. How would things would have turned out then? What would our understanding of history be today? It's scary to think about. So, yeah, I mean, he's right. If somebody like Stalin or if anybody from history had the power to do that, I mean, the reason why this is such a big deal is these, these social media companies are trying to play God with their 
powers, and it's getting out of hand. You know, it's it's not their job to play or to be our mommies and daddies and determine what we see and what we don't see. We're all adults here, and if we think something is harmful, then we need to come to come to that conclusion ourselves. And so I thought that was very very interesting coming from him. Um, I just happened to see that on social media. I don't follow him. I mean, I do now, but I saw that and I was like, well, that's pretty cool. But anyway, the debate is tomorrow night and uh, we'll just have to see. I, I, I hope that Biden is questioned about Hunter, but I, I know it's not going to happen. The only way it's going to happen if Trump brings it up. And of course, they, they, uh, they have that new... Uh, mic policy they're going to mute the mic and uh, you know they're not going to mute Biden's mic they put that place or that policy into place to mute Trump that's the only reason they did it and I I do agree that Trump was a little bit rude and a little bit of a jerk last time Um, but hopefully hopefully Biden gets to speak and, and the American people get to see what he's really like. Because I don't think the town hall or the first debate did anything for the undecided voter. I just, I just don't think. The, I mean, there are people that are, that are on the fence that are not going to vote that I feel sorry for that they don't really have a clear answer on who they're going to vote for. So you're going to have a lot of people not vote or a lot of people that are undecided. And so hopefully this next debate, it will give them a clear answer. I wish there would be more debates, but um, we'll see. I'm really uh, surprised that that Biden didn't announce that he had COVID this week. I'm really shocked that that didn't happen. I, I would have thought, well... This, this Hunter Biden story is going to do a number on his campaign. So I, this next week or this week, I just would have thought, I, I just, I was just for certain that he was going to come out and, and test positive for COVID. But it's too close to the election. That's, that'd be a bad sign. So for him, but anyway, do you think he's going to be done? Do you think he's going to go to prison? Do you think anything is going to be done about it? I don't know. Comment down below. I personally don't think so, but we'll we'll just have to see. But thank you for listening, and thank you for watching. Be sure to hit subscribe on this YouTube channel. Be sure to hit subscribe wherever you find this podcast. You can pre-save my song that's coming up. It's called it's called um, Hell of a Year. You can uh, click the link in the in the uh, description below and hit pre-save over on Spotify. Uh, be sure to be subscribed on this channel, and it will the music video thing will drop on Sunday night, and then it'll be available everywhere Monday. So stay tuned, and I might do kind of a debate wrap-up tomorrow or something, but we'll just have to see. So thank you so much. Have a great day.